Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Oh boy, man, we are back. And man, does it feel kind of lonely out there? feels so weird. It's like the first time we haven't done an interview in weeks. Man, it's just the two of us today. I I guess we're just going to have to go with it. Let's do it. All right. Well, today we're not going to use anyone by name, but actually it wouldn't really matter. (laughs) Truth. Because what we are going to be talking about is when people actually don't support your dreams. And again, we will not be using anyone by name, but again, it wouldn't really matter because no one we would be talking about would actually be listening to this podcast anyway. (laughs) But we actually lived for a lot of years without much motivation or drive. And when I say that, I don't mean that we weren't hard workers, because honestly, I believe that we always have had a strong work ethic. And it didn't really matter what job we were doing or what career we were doing and whether we were happy or unhappy. We've actually had this like strong work ethic to be able to push as hard as we can for whatever job it happens to be. But when I say we didn't have much motivation or drive, it really didn't go beyond that point. I mean, we worked a nine to five, we worked whatever hours they were. And when we punched out, we punched out and we just didn't really seem to care beyond that point. And we lived that way for a lot of years. And we really, really never went out and challenged ourselves to do more. We always were kind of operating in a place that this is what it is and uh, we're just going to go from there. Yeah, I mean, we weren't necessarily miserable. We were doing life just fine, but we weren't over the top happy either. We were functioning. Things were good. Things were even great by probably outside standards, but there was just a little bit of something missing. Yeah, one of the things is we were just never really challenging ourselves with new things and we were just never stepping outside the normal everyday thing. So when we worked our jobs, when we lived our life, we never really stepped into any kind of discomfort. We just were there. We were existing. And like Meg said, we were never necessarily miserable, but we also weren't ever necessarily happy. And eventually we just felt stuck in the life that we had created together. And that kind of leads us to where we have been on this journey in the last about a year. We've decided that we were not going to be that way anymore, that we are going to change. We are going to change our habits, our diets, our fitness level, our attitude, our overall vision for life. And we made that decision and we've just been gung-ho into that. And man, does it feel great. Oh, yeah. We are living much, much better lives than we've even dreamed possible even just a year ago. Yeah. And throughout all of this is when I had this idea for this wonderful podcast that we're on right now. And Meg really started to pursue her blog, which if you don't know, here's your plug, thisaveragemom.com, which it's amazing, I will say. But around that time, we started to really delve into all of these things. And we really love the mediums. And we really love the idea that we could We could put ourselves out there. We could put our ideas out there and we could interact with all of you and hopefully make a difference in your lives like we have in our own. But the biggest thing at the forefront of our mind in all of this was what people were going to think. Were they going to support us? Were they going to think we're crazy? 
Just what attitude would other people have about us? We knew we were into it. We knew it was something we wanted to do, but that was always seemed to be at the forefront of our mind. Well, I'm here to tell you that the truth is most of them don't seem to care at all. And that we want to just make sure we're clear is the people that are already in our lives. We have had an amazing response from the people that we don't necessarily know in real life. And that is why we are continuing on this journey. We are continuing on with the things that we're doing. But this specifically is about the people that we know that we thought would be a little bit more gung-ho about seeing our lives totally, totally flipped over. Yeah. And this whole podcast episode just came to us when me and Meg were talking in the car. I mean, we were just talking about and reflecting on our lives in the last year and how we've literally changed everything. I mean, we've changed the structure of our entire lives. And if you guys have followed along, then you know that we've committed our lives, our bodies, and our relationship in new and exciting ways that to this day still blows my mind. Like it is night and day different from what we were a year ago to now. And I just look forward to the years ahead with all of these changes that we're making. But we've had many small victories throughout that time. We've had quite a few large victories that me and Megan share together. But then out there in the world, the people in our lives just don't really seem to care. And why is this important for you? Well, it's important for you because you may have big dreams. You may have ideas and you may want the people around you to care the way you care and to support you in the ways that you want to be supported. And we just want to let you know, even if that doesn't happen, there are still going to be ways for you to move forward and push through and will be your cheerleaders, even if no one else is. Yeah. And this is challenging, of course, because it really, for me personally, it's led me to question whether what me and Megan are doing and whether what we are pursuing is even important. Like if no one around us seems to care or seems to notice the difference, is it important? Is it something worthwhile? If others don't seem to agree with it or don't seem to have any interest in it at all, is it something that I should even be pursuing? And so what we're going to be talking about today is what should you do when others don't actually support your dreams? And I'm here to tell you the number one answer to that question and what me and Megan have taken as our personal philosophy is you do Do it it anyway. anyway. Right. Many of us live life. And if it's anything like how we used to live it, we used to live where we're just going through the motions. We're not doing something that we necessarily love, but we're doing something that the world says, this is just what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to work a nine to five. You're supposed to have a house with two kids or 2.5 kids, I think it is, and a white picket fence, a dog maybe, or a cat, if you're a cat person. And and then everything's just supposed to work out for you from there. And living this way usually leads to a lot of what if moments. What if I would have tried this? What if I would have done that? What if I hadn't just played it safe? Yeah. And all of those questions are exactly what it will happen. And me and Megan are an testament to this. We lived for years and years of our life, never pushing ourselves, never trying anything new, expecting different results. And then ultimately, when we look back, we're like, what if? What if we would have started this podcast earlier? What if we would have done this earlier? What if we would have moved? What if we wouldn't have moved? And it's a lot of questions that you don't really want to have in your mind. And that's why I say do it anyway. And when I say that, I have to preface it all the time with, 
I'm not saying go out and quit your job. I'm not saying go out and do things that are not responsible or irresponsible. I mean, you still have responsibilities, but don't sit there and let the opinions of others or the fact that others aren't going to support you as a way to deter you from what your ultimate goal is. Guys, we are surrounded by a world of mediocrity. Everyone, everyone that you encounter is just living a normal, boring life. I mean, of course, there are the people that are the outliers in that. But by and large, this world is made up of mediocrity. And if you're anything like us, most of the people that you're hanging out with are kind of just like you. Well... That's going to be a problem because if you're just looking at a bunch of people just like you, you're going to play it safe just like they are. Right. And I know that's really challenging for our listeners to hear, but I just challenge you to reflect on that. Just reflect on it for a moment. Today, when you're out in the world, just look around. Think about the interactions you have with other people. Think about the things you hear. If it's anything like a typical day job, you hear a lot of people who are waiting for five o'clock. Or they're waiting or working for the weekend. They're never in a place where they're trying to challenge themselves and put themselves out there. They're just trying to get to the end of the day so they can get to the end of the week, so they can get to the end of the month. And a lot of times, like Megan said, if you're if you're surrounded with people like that, that's how you're going to be. And that's, I mean, there's been studies on this that the top five people that are around you are the person that you are. Because you, and if you as Rachel House would say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're You're in the the wrong wrong room. But I think the reason this is, is because we're just conditioned to do things a certain way. And we're told throughout life, whether you're a kid or even now, when me and Megan are in our 30s, you're told that things might be too risky, that you shouldn't step outside of a certain place, that you shouldn't challenge or do a certain thing because then you might just put yourself at risk and that might not be very smart. And a lot of times people say it even in an innocent way and they might not be trying to come from an unsupported or judgmental place, but that's how it's perceived. Because if someone's going to tell you that what you're doing is risky, then that puts puts a seed in your mind that maybe it is. And then you begin to question it. And ultimately people just don't understand why you would do something that doesn't necessarily mesh with the way they do things or the way that their friends do things or the way their parents do things. And if you go outside of that, man, are you going to find the trolls? There are going to be people there to tell you how stupid you are, how irresponsible you are, how you have no business trying to go out and pursue that. And what I love as I'm saying that is it isn't always in a direct way. It actually usually isn't in a direct way at Mm -hmm. all. That's where I was just going. Right. It's it's always seems to be a more subtle thing. They're not just going to come out and say, hey, you're crazy. It's just all in the attitude and how they're putting it out there. I think the most common way we've seen it is just saying nothing at all. We don't hear anyone really saying anything horribly negative that we know personally but we just hear crickets. There's no response. I mean, we're pouring our heart and soul and there's nothing. It's literally like no no comment on. Now, that's not to say, though, that there aren't people who are super supportive. We do have several people who are showing up to listen to this podcast every week. They're reading every blog post on my blog. They're, they're totally 100% supportive. But what we are saying is that by and large, it's silent and it's kind of crazy when you think about it that 
you know, not that everyone has to care what we're doing or anything, but just that there's so few people that do. You would have never realized that that was how it was going to play out. Yeah. And it just goes back to the idea that people inherently don't understand something that doesn't make sense to them. So if someone tells me they're going to do something and it doesn't make sense or I can't make it right in my mind, then it ultimately must mean that they're crazy. And that's just where we go. But then what would you do in this case? If you have people around you, if you have a husband, if you have a spouse, if you have family and friends that don't seem to be supportive or they're just giving you crickets, like Meg said, and to me, crickets just mean you can read into that however you want. So what do you do? One of the things I would suggest is you just try to communicate what you're doing the best way that you know how. So you just explain why you're doing this or how it's been really helpful for you. And I think that goes for just about anything in life. But I also would say, don't force yourself onto people. Like if people want to hear it, they'll ask you questions. And I would say that you can answer them honestly. But at the end of the day, there's only a few things that you can do once you do make those explanations. If they still don't seem to care, or they still don't seem to buy in, or they still aren't very supportive, you just got to keep doing it. Yep. Do it anyway. And after that, for sure, you have to keep going, keep grinding. And whether they like your explanation or not, that shouldn't change what you're going to do because you need to keep moving forward on it, period. Yeah, eventually, if you keep grinding and you keep doing it, people are going to start to pay attention. At least in me and Megan's world, like as we keep doing it and as we keep exploring things and being in this exploratory state, people are there. I mean, they don't, they might not say anything, but people are showing up. We look at our Facebook live show that we do every Wednesday night and people are viewing that. People are like obviously listening to our podcast. I can see the numbers of people that are listening to our podcast. So people are curious and there's always going to be a general curiosity with these things. And I think so often in the world, people don't pay too much attention because most people, it just fizzles out. Like when people are on their next diet, which we always love to harp on, or they're on their next fad, it always seems to fizzle out. So I think a lot of people are just taking it for what what it's worth on the surface level. And they're saying, well, they're probably not going to continue to commit to this. But over time, eventually, the curiosity might be there and people might begin to ask. And then that's why you keep doing it. That's why you keep exploring it. Because you know what people do, which me and Megan are doing that most people don't, they just keep doing it. And they outlast and they do it longer than other people. And that curiosity comes and that's just, that's just where you're at. Absolutely. The other thing we wanted to mention is that you need to know, know how to spot the naysayers. When you're coming up against this whole people not supporting your dreams, you have to know who those people are so that you can actively work to support yourself against them. Certain people are never going to agree with what you're doing. There are just certain people that you can't explain it enough. You can't give them enough advice or you can't make them get it ever. And you're just going to have to accept that so that you can keep going. You have to know that you can't please everyone, even if you're doing the greatest thing in the world, even if you're giving solid advice, even if you're donating $50 of every purchase to starving children in Africa, that's awesome. And still, some people are just not going to be pleased by it. 
Yeah, Mike. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's people out there today that are doing things that are making the world a better place. They might be going on a mission trip. They might be, like Megan said, feeding small children in Africa or giving them shoes or whatever. And there's always going to be a troll. There's always going to be someone out there who you're not going to please. Because like Megan said, you can't please any everyone. And it's funny too, because like we keep going back to this, but it's like the naysayers are so funny because... Most people don't bluntly just come out and say something to you, but they will make comments like, oh, oh, can you make any money doing that? Oh, that sounds like a really fun hobby. Or, oh, I wish I could do that, but I have this or that or the other. So I follow a blogger and she will always make comments about like how her mom's friends or people in the community will be like, oh, honey, that's so cute. How's your little blog thing going? And she's like, really? My little blog thing? Like... I make so much money per month on this and you act like it's a tiny little hobby, which is so funny because people just, what they don't understand, they will not support. And I mean, she's a perfect example of it because she's killing it. She is killing it in the blog world and people she encounters still think of it as like this cute little place where she puts pictures of her kids. Right. And and the bottom line is, and the one thing you can take away from this is you are not going to please everyone. And you're not meant to please everyone. I know this can be challenging if it's your friends, especially good friends or your family, and they don't seem to be supporting what you're doing. And it can be really challenging because you want to please everyone. As people, we're naturally trying to fit in. We're trying to please other people. But unfortunately, in the world of mediocrity that we live, you just can't do that. You cannot be a people pleaser because you're going to encounter people no matter what that you are not going to please. The bottom line is there's 7 billion people on this planet. You're not meant to have 7 billion friends. The world isn't designed for everyone to agree with you and support you. And by the way, how boring of a world would it be if everyone did? Right. And the cool thing that we found is that while we know that most people that we've previously known or still know today don't get what we're doing. We found a whole new community of people through social media that totally get and support what we're doing. And those are the people that we're speaking to. Those are the people that we want to help and communicate and, and really get in with because it's been so much fun to find these people who not only get what we're doing, but are doing it themselves and are on their own journeys and their own experiences. And we can actually you know, learn from each other and go through the hardships together. And it's been super cool, even though it's basically an online community right now. Eventually, we'll have people in person to to do all this with too. And that'll be super cool. Right. And like Meg was saying, I mean, one of the things we've realized is that there's people we've known and there's people that we've known our whole life, but they're not necessarily our people. And when I say that, I don't mean it in a negative way. We still love them. We still support what they're doing. But they're not necessarily our people when we're talking about our dream or what we want to do with our lives. You can still have those those family and close friends that you rely on, that you love, that you have relationships with. But don't let that deter you from pursuing your dream or pursuing what you want to do just because they simply don't understand. Like Megan was saying, one of the greatest things is, is finding these other people that we've encountered that have the same goals They have the same mindset. They have the same thinking and passion and drive. And they're there to support us surprisingly more than a lot of the people that you would think would be out there supporting us. But the bottom line is that's how the world is. 
most people are going to be thinking about themselves and how things affect them. They're not necessarily thinking about your dreams. They're not thinking about what's best for you. And even if they are thinking what's best for you, they're thinking in the mindset of what they've always thought. Therefore, they can't really understand where you're coming from. And that's fine. That's fine. You have to just find your people. There's like-minded people out there. And I'm telling you with social media and the internet, oh, it makes it so easy to find communities of supportive people that are in the same place as you. And it is so empowering to have these conversations with others out there who are striving for more, who are reaching for more, who will lift you up. And I'm going to tell you, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear about your journey as well because we love to hear the stories of our audience and people that we encounter and the things they're doing because it's just amazing the world that we live in that when you live with that tunnel vision and those blinders on, you don't always get to see. But when you wake up and look around, there are so many amazing things happening daily. Oh, yeah. It gives me life when somebody hits me up on Instagram and is like, hey, I need help with motivation for fitness or anything like that. It is my favorite. I love talking about it. I love any of this stuff. It's so much fun because whether we're the ones asking for guidance or the one we're the ones giving guidance, either way, it's super cool and it's super fun and we love this stuff. Yeah, another important point is you don't need, and I want you all to hear this, you don't need anyone else's approval to succeed. You don't need anyone else's approval to pursue the things that you want to pursue. It's crazy to say, but like even when I say it to myself, I need to hear it. Because so often you just try to get other people to accept you and you just try to get them to understand where you're coming from and you just try all of these things. But ultimately at the end of the day, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for them? Or are you doing it for you? Are you doing it so you can be fulfilled? Because I'm going to tell you, I've sat there for years unfulfilled and I followed all the things that you're supposed to follow that the world would tell you are the things you should be pursuing and the way that you should be going. And you know what I came up with? Nothing. I felt nothing from that. So I don't know what your thing is. I really don't. But don't let anyone else tell you that it's not important and don't let the naysayers bring you down because the bottom line is if you don't want to live with those what if moments like we talked about earlier, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and do things that otherwise might seem challenging for you. And people aren't always going to agree. There are always going to be haters. There are always going to be people that don't care. But even in those circumstances, you have to know your why. Why are you doing it? Why is it important to you? Do you feel good? Is it making you a better person? Are you helping people when you're doing it? Is there somebody, even one person out there that you're helping or encouraging or loving in a way that they can't get from anywhere else? That's your why. Do you feel better and more fulfilled when you're doing it? Awesome. Keep that up. Yes, that is amazing advice. And I'm so happy Megan's saying it because I still need to hear it. You just have to know your reason for doing it. And if you know your reason for doing it, don't let anyone else ever deter you. It's funny that we can sit here and talk about it. And I know that you listeners out there, if you're honest with yourself, you know exactly what we're talking about. There's going to be something today that you go out and tell someone and they're going to convince you that you shouldn't do it. Or they're going to try to convince you that it's not something that you should pursue. And they're going to try to convince you that it's something that's crazy or you're crazy or better yet, 
they're going to be like a lot of people we experience that just don't say a thing. They just don't say a thing. They don't care. They don't notice. And you know what? We're a little fired up because we are a little fired up. But you know what? We're still doing it because I don't need anyone else to tell me that my dream is worth it. And I'm not going to let that pull me down like it has for years in the past. I'm not going to have those what if moments. I'm going to keep grinding. I'm not going to let the opinions of others or the lack of opinions of others take away any of my steam. So I challenge you out there. You keep pushing and pursuing your passion and you don't worry about those who don't care or don't get it. It's their loss. Hey, thanks for tuning in another show of Fools in Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools in Love podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.